Pinag-uusapan po natin ang i-intensify ang ating intensify ang basic. Primarily, ang pinaka-basic sa ating buhay bilang mananampalataya ay ang ating pananampalataya. Which is, kung meron mang dapat palakasin sa atin, yun ay dapat natin palakasin. Pero sa papanong paraan, lumalakas ang ating pananampalataya. Well, many of us ay lumalakas ang ating pananampalataya dahil nakakarinig tayo ng magandang balita na nagsasabing pagpapalain ka ng Panginoon. Which is totoo talagang pagpapalain ka ng Panginoon. But how many of you know na no matter how blessed you are, you will be tested? Susubukan ka. I mean, hindi matutuwa ang diablo sa'yo. He doesn't like you being blessed. And so he would do something para ilayukan. I mean, the devil knows that he cannot reverse. He cannot reverse yung, yung katayuan mo sa Panginoon. But what he will try to do is he will try to take you away or maybe even talk you out of the blessing of God. Now, what would you do? Anong gagawin mo? Kung ikaw ay kumakaharap ng pagsubok. Kung ikaw ay kumakaharap na mayroon ng mga hamon sa buhay, would you still be strong? Would you still be magiging masigasig ka pa rin ba? Magiging mainit ka pa rin ba? Magiging matapang ka pa rin ba? Or panlulumuhan mo, manlulumo ka dahil sa matinding pagsubok? Well, that's why yung basic na tinutukoy natin dito ay ang, ang mga prinsipyo, ang mga doktrina, at ang mga batayan ng ating pananampalataya. You say, I know God wants me blessed. But what would I do? Anong gagawin ko pag ako'y sinusubukan? Because sa pagkakaalam mo that you are blessed, minsan ay hindi sapat. Kailangan mong mayroong salita ng Panginoon, maliban lang sa pagiging blessed, na ang mga paamo ay doon nakayapak upang kahit anumang problema, upang anumang suliranin na dumarating sa buhay mo, hindi ka natitinag at hindi ka natitibag. At mas lalong hindi ka malilin lang. Dahil ang pinakamatindi na ginagamit ng Diablo, hindi lamang ito ngayong panahon, kundi kahit pa man unang panahon, kasi wala naman siyang bagong pamamaraan para ikaw ay ibagsak niya. He doesn't have new strategy. I mean, the devil is an old dog. You cannot teach him new tricks. So he's using the same thing over and over again for every one of us to fall para tayo mahulog. Pero kung mahuhulog pa rin tayo, it's almost like wala tayong natutunang leksyon sa pagkahulog ng ibang mga taong nauna sa atin. At ito, kung ito'y mangyayari, then we are insane. We, we are, I mean, because to be doing the same thing over and over again and even expecting a different result, I mean, that is insanity. And not being able to learn from the mistakes of other people is also insanity. I mean, we can learn from some people's mistake and we can learn from some other people's success. But the point is, we don't want to stay where we are. We want to grow, we want to increase, we want to move forward. And while we are moving forward, we become stronger than ever. We become on, more on fire than before. So, Kaya nga, minarapat ko na unahin natin itong pag-usapan ngayong, December, I mean, December, ngayong January, first month of the year, which is today, is the last month of, I mean, last Sunday of January. Ibig sabihin, na, hindi naman sa 
nagmamadali ako para tapusin ka agad dahil magpe-February na. I mean, if we need to talk about this still next month and even on the third month, I will have to do it because ito, ito ang pinaka-pundasyon ng ating buhay. Ito ang pundasyon ng ating pagiging mananampalataya. Doon ang ating buhay nakasalalay. Wala tayong pakialam na pagandahin lamang ang panlabas. Nakikita ng mga tao na bagong kotse mo ngayon. Nakikita mga tao na bagong lipat ka sa bagong... I have nothing against that and I know I don't think that God has something against this. I mean, God wants to bless us. But those are not the most important. I mean, maring meron kang bagong sasakyan, maring meron kang bagong bahay, maring meron kang bagong negosyo, maring meron kang bagong trabaho. I mean, lahat-lahat ay bago. Pero kung kukumustahin ka kung anong relasyon mo sa Panginoon, kung kukumustahin ka, kung ikaw ay nanatiling nakatayo pa rin ba sa salita ng Panginoon, I, I, I will tell you, I mean, your car will not stay new. Ang sasakyan mo ay hindi mananatiling bago. At ang sasakyan mo ay hindi mananatiling pinakamahal. Sa susunod na taon o sa susunod na buwan, ang kapitbahay mo ay makakabili ng masigit pa, mas mahal pa kaysa sa sasakyan mo. At yun ang ayaw mong nangyari dahil akala mo ikaw lang. But it's going to happen. Somebody else will have, will have something more expensive than you are. You have... I mean, somebody else will have something much bigger than you have. But what do you do? Iiyak ka ba at malulungkot at sasabihin, Lord, bakit mo sila pinagpala at ako'y hindi? Pangihinaan mo ba ng loob dahil ang kotse mo'y naluma? Pangihinaan mo ba ng loob dahil ang bahay mong napakabago at pinakamaganda at pinakamalaki ngayon? I mean, like what I've mentioned, When we first moved into our house, our house was the biggest house in the subdivision. And now it's not anymore. So what do I do? Get mad? Malungkot? At sabihin na magpapagawa ako ulit ng mas malaki. Although it should be given na. I mean, it should be given that I should, I, I mean, I should believe God for something much bigger. But, The motivation should not be because somebody has much greater, somebody has much bigger. I mean, if you know where you stand, you don't care whatever what other people has. You only care about your own life, which is more precious than anything else. And that's why you want to keep standing on the firm foundation, which is no other than Jesus himself and his word. Amen? Turn to Hebrews chapter 6. So, yung lulo na yung lulo na nabanggit ni doktora I mean this past week actually last Wednesday literally had given 15 million I mean 15 million away just ganun lamang in one service 15 million O kinonvert ko na dahil 300 300,000 dollars baka Paano mo naging lulo yung may dolyar? Di ba dapat peso ang lulo mo? I mean, literally had given. Showing the whole world that it's not, I mean, during the time of pandemic or famine, it's not time to keep. Because when you keep them, when you keep things in your heart, in your, heart, in your hand, then that's, that's the only thing you have. 
But when you give, then you are, give, you are giving God the opportunity to multiply what you have given away. And not only that, yes, that was only last week. He had given away $300,000. Since the pandemic had started, he had given away 29 cars. So, kung naiinis kayo na ako'y nanggagaya, then hindi ka pagpapalain. Dahil ang ginagaya ko ay ang pagiging mapagbigay. At sa kung ako'y magbibigay din, hindi ka kasama. Dahil ayaw, ko ako, ayaw muna ako'y manggaya na magiging mapagbigay. I mean, I believe we'll, I mean, not that we will literally be doing the same thing he's doing, but I mean, we'll be literally giving away house, we'll be giving away vehicle. And that's why it was, one, it was part of the prayer last Friday. At dahil galit ka na ako'y nanggagaya, hindi ka mabigyan. Maninigas ka na lang sa inggit. Maninigas ka na lang sa galit. Dahil ayaw mo. I mean, there are, because there are practices, there are beliefs that are worth emulating. Like generosity is. Mayroong mga ugali, mayroong mga karakter, mayroong mga katangian na karapat-dapat gayahin. Alam mo kung bakit? Dahil maliban lang sa gusto mo silang gayahin, kundi naiintindihan mo rin at alam mo rin na ito naman talaga ang sinasabi ng Biblia na dapat mong maging kaugalian, maging iyong ugali. And let me tell you, you, you will never you will never be, I mean, you will never go wrong when you're generous. I know some people will even warn you to say, don't, don't stretch yourself so much. Wag mong masyadong iunat ang sarili mo. Well, if you are a rubber band and you are not stretching, then you are not fulfilling the purpose of why you, you are a rubber band. Nalala ko yung unang pagpunta namin dito before we started this church. We were not expecting that we'll be pastoring this church. Sinabihan ako ni Pastor Paul. Pastor Paul, Tam, I mean, when you move to Manila, maglagay ka ng rubber band sa inyong pitaka. At tuwing nararamdaman mo na mayroong hamon sa iyo na gumawa ng isang bagay na hindi mo dati ginagawa kung saan ka nanggaling, kuhanin mo yung rubber band na yon, yung lastiko na yon pagkatapos iunat mo. And then be reminded that a rubber band is a rubber band because the very purpose of the rubber band is that it should be stretched. Ang rubber band should not be kept in your wallet. So take it out and be reminded. You are being stretched in your spirit. You are being stretched in your heart. And so if you are rubber band, kung ikaw elastiko pagkatapos hindi ka inuunat dahil alam mo at alam mo ang gusto ng Panginoon lamang para sa iyo ay komportable lamang buhay, ayaw mo nang being stretched. Well, you are not fulfilling your purpose. And that's why you've heard me say this many times this past few, I mean, two years, that 
death is not the most tragic thing in life. The greatest tragedy that a man will ever have is not death. The greatest tragedy is you are alive but you don't know the purpose why. Nabubuhay ka pero hindi, hindi mo alam kung ano ang layunin mo. At hindi natin kailanman malalaman ang layunin natin outside of the one who created us. No one can even tell you what your purpose is. Nandito ba si J.R. Nandito si Brother J.R. Nag-usap na ba kayo? Because I would like to make an announcement. I, I, I did not talk to them. I would like to make an announcement. By the prayer we made last Friday, I would like to make an announcement that we're going to start a church in Kison. Now, ayokong gawin nila ito dahil sinabi ko. Sino ba ako? But I know that God is dealing in their heart. I mean, it might be the same thing with you. Pina, I mean, pinatatagal nyo lang yung ago ninyo. You know it in your spirit. You know it in your heart. I mean, isang yes, isang sabi mo lang na yes. Halos mababaliktad ka agad at maaalis ka agad yung ago ni. Pero dahil gusto mong patagalin. Hebrews chapter 6. Ako'y naniniwala itong panahon kung saan tayo nandoon ay dapat na mas lalo tayong maging seryoso sa Panginoon. How many of you think the same way? Kung naiisip mo na ito'y panahon na ikaw ay magpakuyakuyakoy, magpabanjing-banjing, magpakaang-kaang, it's not. With all the deception that's going to come and it is already happening. And some of this deception had already crept into many churches today. Like the cancel, cancel culture, like Black Lives Matter, like LGBTQ, like many other groups, even New Age group, had gripped into some of the churches already. You don't want to be deceived. You don't want to be part of the statistics of churches that do not believe in healing anymore because they rather want to believe that it is the vaccine that will heal them or protect them. I mean, although ang mga eksperto ay magkaibaiba ang mga opinion, like for example, there, there is an expert, a particular doctor, na pinost ng DOH, I mean, I could name them, and one particular doctor is the president of the pediatric. And he said, ini-encourage niya ng ating mga anak na limang taon hanggang labing isang taon because they're going to do that next week. 
na magpabakuna because ang bakuna ay safe and effective. Now, you might have been vaccinated. Pero hindi ka pwedeng magbulag-bulagan that many people have already died and some people had already some adverse sa kanilang katawan. I mean, magpasalamat ka na hindi ikaw. Pero there are lots of, I mean, even sa FDA, sa food and drug industry ng ating ng bansa Pilipinas, they already have listed more than 3,000 adverse effects. So, hindi ka pwede magsabing, that is the answer. As a matter of fact, this doctor who is the president of the pediatric department was challenged by another doctor sa personal na debate. Ano ang kanyang batayan, ano ang kanyang datos kung bakit nasabi niya that the vaccine is safe and effective. I don't know if she would respond. She's a lady. I don't know if she would respond to the challenge. But I guess she will not. Because the doctor that challenged her had spent her li his life teaching in the same school, most probably where she graduated. An older guy, an older doctor. So, I mean, they differ, they differ in their paniniwala, ang mga eksperto, but you cannot even stand in between. And you cannot say, panig ako dito. You must have the Word of God and believe that only God can bring healing into your body. Only God can protect you in whatever, kahit anong panganib, kahit anong peligro ng buhay, ang Diyos. And many people are not, are not, I mean, in fact, not just people. I mean, there's a group I, I, I'm, I'm a part of, which, of course, I'm a, they make me part of the group, but I don't necessarily actively interact. But there's part of the group they're so concerned about because, because many pastors, Many pastors in the nation are in fact encouraging the people, go ahead, let your children be vaccinated. Listen to me. If they say it's safe, they should be able to show the data. If they say it is effective, they should be able to show the data. They cannot show the data. Many people have died already. We just don't hear it. We just don't know it. Because they are, I mean, mainstream media are trying to hide everything. Because there's something behind. I mean, one particular doctor said, I don't know how much money was paid for her by the big pharma. I mean, another doctor who graduated from UP said, I don't know how much she had received, how much had been paid. Magkano ang binayad sa kanya? Now, Pababayaan ko silang mag-away-away ng ganun. I mean, trabaho nila yon. Pero hindi ko pwedeng paniwalaan ko kung anong sinasabi nila dahil ang tao maaring tama ang sinasabing isa pero mali ang sinasabi. Pero kung gusto mo ng panay katotohanan, iisa at iisa lamang ang pwede mong panghawakan. At ito yung ulam kundi ang salita ng Panginoon. And, and that's, yun ang, yun ang dahilan kung bakit nandito tayo. Yun ang dahilan kung bakit nandito tayo na tayo ay maging salita ng Panginoon in the flesh. Jesus, who was the Word that became flesh. Jesus went back to heaven, but Jesus did not left the earth because He still has a body on the earth. At hindi pwedeng iba ang ginagawa ng body sa kung anong gusto ng ulo. Hindi pwede. Hindi pwede. 
Kung anong gusto ng ulo, yun ang susundin ng katawan. If we truly are the body of Christ, we should follow whatever the head is telling us, whatever Jesus is telling us. Well, I believe in the midst of sickness and disease, I believe the head is telling us, go look to Jesus. He's the one who was bruised. He was the one who was wounded. He was the one who received many stripes so that through those stripes and wounds, you were healed. I mean, you cannot take that from kahit anong psychology book, health book. Wala kang mahanap na libro sa buong mundo that will tell you, you already are the healed. Maliban lamang sa book na ito. Eh, Pastor Tom, healed na pala ako, then why should, why should I see the doctor? No. I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong to see the doctor. I mean, let the doctor confirm what the Word of God is saying. And let the result show or be a testimony that God is true. Let a man be a liar, but God be true. Hayaan natin ang tao ay maging sinungaling, pero isipin natin, paniwalaan natin, na ating Diyos ay totoo. Amen? Oh, you're not there yet. Hebrews chapter 6. Come on, Hebrews chapter 6. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance. We've talked about that already. That's the first one. And then the second one is, and of faith toward God, number two. And then today, we're going to be talking about the number three, basic fundamental, elementary principles or doctrine na bawat isa sa atin ay dapat nakakaalam. Which is, the third one is the doctrine of baptism. You see, ayoko sanang itakal ito dahil, I mean, sa lahat ng anim na mayroon dito sa Hebrews chapter 6, ito po ang pinakaboring. At ayoko, ayoko ng, ayoko ng minsahe at ayoko ng subject matter na, na boring. But, we have to talk about this. Dahil the Bible will never tell us that this is a foundational, elementary doctrine or principle kung hindi ito importante. I mean, ito'y, ito'y pundasyon. So, ibig sabihin, ang hindi maniwala patungkol dito ay pwedeng maging dahilan ng ating pagkahulog or pagbagsak. Can you imagine, no? I mean, ang templada, ang templada ng pundasyon na ibubuhos mo ay correct me if I'm wrong limang sako ng simento at ilang paano ba sinusukat yung buhangin? One, two, three One, ano ang one? One cement kasama yung graba dyan, Halo, lalo ng buhangin, kasama ng buhangin, at three buhangin. Now, can you imagine? I mean, hindi mo ba pag-iisipan ng maayos na kung yun ang normal na sukat ng paghalo, pa, I believe pagdating sa dingding, hindi parehas ang timplada. Parehas pa rin ba? Beams. Pero pagdating sa pader, pagdating sa dingding, you see, can you imagine kung anong pwedeng mangyari? Dahil lamang nakaligtaan, mayroon lamang isang ingredient doon na hindi mo nahalo. Ang siyang pwedeng maging dahilan 
ng pagbagsak ng buong itinayo mong building. Listen to me. Isipin natin, hindi po tayo nagbibuild sa ating sarili. Ang Panginoon at ang nagbibuild sa atin. Kaya hindi ka pwedeng mag-isip na kakayanin na pabagsakin ka dahil lamang may pandemya, kakayanin lamang na pabagsakin ka dahil mayroong masamang spirito, dahil mayroong demonyo, dahil dahil mayroong mga taong isinanla ang kailang kaluluwa sa demonyo. Isipin mo, kung ikaw ay itinayungan ni Kristo, walang kahit anuman pwedeng magpabagsak sa iyo. Magbagsakan na ang lahat, ikaw ay hindi. Pero dapat isinasaalang-alang natin sa papanong paraan tayo tinatag ng ating Panginoon. Ano ang kanyang pundasyon? Ano ang, mga, ano ang materialis na kanyang ginamit upang hindi nga tayo matinag, upang hindi tayo matibag, upang hindi tayo malilang, upang hindi tayo malihis, kundi tayo ay manatili na kahit nagkawalaan na, nagkabagsakan na lahat tayo nandyan pa rin sa kitna ng kalooban ng Panginoon. At isa dito ay ang doctrine ng baptism. Although, mayroon mga nag-aaral na sinasabi nila na sa Biblia ay mayroon daw pitong magkaiba-ibang klase ng baptisms. Well, pito pala, bakit hindi natin lahat ito ginagawa? Well, sa pito na mga baptism na ito, mayroon, actually, most of these baptisms that is mentioned in the Bible are but types. Ibig sabihin ng type, you don't necessarily have to do the same thing. Like for example, the first mention of the baptism is the baptism of Moses. Well, not the first one, but it was mentioned in the New Testament. Now, when they cross the Red Sea, they call it baptism of Moses. Now, ayukong pagtuunan ng pansin, because we are not going to be baptized with the baptism of Moses anymore. Ayukong maglaan ng oras noon. But the Bible mentioned about the baptism, and if you would like to look, kung gusto mong hanapin yan, kung nasaan yan, I believe it's in 1 Corinthians. Let me check. We'll find it out. Nasa 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 2. Now, ito po ay type ng bagong buhay. Dahil sila for more than 400 years ay alipin. Hindi sila malaya. So, pagtawid nila ng Red Sea, they call it baptism of Moses, which symbolizes, or it was a type of entering into a brand new beginning, a brand new life. They never had it before. Buhay na walang kaparihas, buhay na hindi katulad ng dati, kundi buhay na bago. Sariwa. And then, another thing that was mentioned sa baptism was yung baptism ni John which was actually baptism of repentance. Again, yung baptism ni John is a type. Kasi yung tawag sa baptism ni John ay baptism ng repentance. Ibig sabihin, baptism sa pagsisisi ng iyong mga kasalanan. Eh, hindi natin ginagawa yun. Ang ginagawa natin ay dahil nagsisi na tayo, kaya tayo nagpapabautismo. Dahil ligtas na tayo, kaya tayo nagpapabautismo. So, none of us is being baptized the same kind of baptism na ginawa ni St. John. Now, another baptism was the baptism ni Jesus. We are not baptized the same way Jesus was baptized because He was baptized by John. And supposedly, When Jesus was baptized, it was supposed to be a baptism of John, which is a baptism of repentance. But Jesus does not have to repent about anything. He did not sin. He did not make any mistake. Wala siyang kasalanan. 
I mean, wala siyang pwedeng pagsisihan. So, hindi tayo pwedeng bautismo na kaparehas ng bautismo ni Jesus. Dahil ang bautismo natin actually ay nagpapakita na nung si Kristo ay inilibing, nung tayo ay binautismuhan, yun kasama tayong inilibing niya. At sa ating pagbangon, magmula sa pagkabautismo, magmula sa tubig, bumangon tayo na kasama ni Kristo magmula nung siya nabuhay magmula sa mga patay. So, that's why we don't have to spend so much time talking about some of this because it cannot be applied in our day today. It cannot be applied in our time today. Mayroon tinatawag, Jesus also mentioned about the baptism of suffering, which is in Luke chapter 12, verse 15. He himself, siya mismo ay nagsabi, but I have a baptism to be baptized with. And he is talking about the baptism of, of I mean, suffering. And I would like, gusto ko, gusto ko rin tawagin ito na baptism of suffering also to be a baptism of fire, not the baptism of fire that happened at the same time you are baptized with the Holy Spirit. So Jesus said, but I have a baptism to be baptized with. And he's talking about the baptism of suffering. He's talking about the baptism of the cross. He's talking about the baptism of death. Now, hindi ito natin pwedeng gawin. Dahil kung mamatay tayo, minsan ka lang mamamatay, hindi ka na muling mabubuhay. At kung mabuhay ka man muli, it would be because, I mean, Jesus came back to take you and bring you where He is, that where you will be also. So, we cannot be baptized with the same baptism na siya'y binaptized. Because ang kanyang suffering was done by Him and by Him alone, once and for all. It's not going to happen. Now, do we go through suffering? Yes. But the suffering we are going through, the Bible says, is not worthy to be compared with the glory that is going to be revealed. So what do we go through? We, we are never crucified. We were never whipped. Hindi tayo nilatigo, hindi tayo sinampal, hindi tayo dinuraan, although mayroong mga tao na yun ang naging kanilang buhay, pinahirapan sila. I mean, si Pedro mismo ay pinako sa krus, pero kahit si Pedro sinabi niya, hindi siya karapat-dapat na mamatay na kaparehas ng pagkamatay ni Jesus. And so, siya'y humiling na wag niyo akong ipako sa krus na parehas ng pagpako niyo kay Jesus. Jesus was crucified upside down you go ahead, crucify me, but do it right side up. Ayaw ni, ayaw ni Peter na siya'y dumanas ng parihas na dinanas ni Jesus na paghihirap. Kaya sabi niya, ipako niyo ako sa cross, pero huwag niyong ilagay ang ulo ko sa taas. Katulad ng ulo ni Jesus ay nasa taas, ilagay niyo ang aking mga paa nasa taas at ang aking ulo. Because sa kanyang paniniwala, hindi siya karapat-dapat. And I believe, ganun din tayo. Kahit anong klaseng suffering ang ating pinagdadaanan, hindi tayo karapat-dapat na dumanas ng parehas na dinanas ng ating Panginoon. Sobra-sobra yon. At I don't think nagugustuhin ng Panginoon na parehas na suffering ang ating pagdaanan. Maaring mayroong persecution. Maaring mayroong panlalait. 
maaring mayroong pangungutya. But kung ikaw ay literally na ipako sa krus, that might be probably para, para sa iyo lamang but not for everyone. But one thing should be common amongst us is we should die to sin so that we can begin to live for Christ. And if you're going to look at it, it is a suffering. Dahil mayroon kang katawan. It is a suffering. It is a suffering when all your life, sa buong buhay mo, wala kang ibang crave kundi ice cream at brownies. I mean, sa buong buhay mo. In fact, hindi lamang nagsimula sa'yo, kundi magmula mismo sa nanay mo na nagdala sa'yo sa kanyang sinapupunan ng siyam na buwan. She was craving for ice cream and brownies. But then you went to the doctor and the doctor said, you cannot have a scoop anymore of ice cream. You can never have a piece of brownies anymore. It is suffering. You will have to suffer. You get used to eating those things, but now the doctor is telling you, Stop it! It is the suffering. And so what, what ang ating ginagawa when Jesus said, come follow me, deny yourself, He's telling us, you stop sinning. You might have sinned from the beginning. You might, mari ikaw ay ipinanganak sa kasalanan. Mari ikaw ay lumaki sa kasalanan. Mari ikaw ay gumawa ng kasalanan. But because you are following me now, you need to stop sinning. I mean, that's why, I mean, another deception that is being embraced by many churches is it's okay to sin. Anyway, there is grace. Listen to me. Ang grace ay hindi po para magpatuloy ka sa kasalanan. Ang grace ay nandyan para huminto ka sa kasalanan. Hindi mo magagawang huminto sa paggawa ng kasalanan kung walang biyaya ng Panginoon. So, I mean, yung suffering nating na pinagdadaanan ngayon, pinagtatawanan ka, nilalait ka, kinukutya ka, that's nothing. That's nothing compared to the, the suffering that Jesus had gone through. I mean, baptism of suffering. Now, I would like us to focus on the two baptisms. Well, pwede kong sabihin tat. I mean, Tatlo, nabanggit ko na, ilan na ba nabanggit ko? Apat na? Tatlo. Tatlo pa lang. Apat na? Okay. Gusto kong pagtuunan natin ng pansin. Una, yung baptism na ginagawa natin sa water bilang pag-testify na mayroong pagbabago na nangyari sa ating puso. Hindi tayo nagpabautismo sa tubig dahil gusto natin mabago. I mean, kailan yun? It was when? When we had means. We have how many people that were baptized? I mean, I think we need to schedule again because we will be, we'll also be doing this with all other outreach churches. We're going to schedule ng baptism ng water. But yung baptism ng water is you're doing it because you want to obey the Lord. 
And you want to testify to the whole wild world that you are now a different man or a different woman. It will not make you different. It will not make you new. Ang baptism, ang water baptism ay hindi kailanman makapagbabago sa'yo. Kung mayroon mang nagbago nung ikaw binaptize, dati ikaw ay tuyo, ikaw ay nabasa. At pwede yan mangyari kahit ikaw ay naliligo. Kung ikaw ay naliligo araw-araw, ibig sabihin nangyayari yan sa'yo araw-araw. But baptism is not necessarily something that you can do every day. As a matter of fact, you can only be baptized one. Now other people will re-baptize because they decided and they think that the previous baptism na ginawa sa kanila, I mean, doesn't really, walang bigat. So they, people, but that's okay. But you don't become baptized every day. You are baptized once. And then from being baptized once, then kung ang baptism ay nagpapakita na mayroon ka ng bagong buhay, kung ang baptism ay nagpapakita na mayroon ka ng kapatawaran, at alam mo'y pinatawad ka na ng Panginoon, nagpabautismo ka para, I mean, maalis, matanggal ang lahat. Kung alam mo ikaw pinatawad, bakit hindi ka magpapatawad? Well, hindi ko, hindi ko kaya. Kaya doon na lamang ako magpapabautismo kung kaya ko nang magpatawad. Well, kailan ka pinatawad ng Panginoon? Before the baptism? Or after the baptism? Or during the baptism? Kung pinatawad ka ng Panginoon before the baptism, at hindi during the baptism, or even after baptism, then bakit hindi mo patawarin yung tao even if they don't have to go through anything? We all have to, we all have to follow it. Yung baptism ng water na hindi po baptism ng water na kaparehas yung kay John, which is also baptism of repentance, ay different ng water baptism. Ang ating baptism is baptism because we are obeying God. Sinusunod natin ang Panginoon because the Word of God says in Matthew 28, Go ye into all the world, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, unang-una, we're doing it in obedience. I mean, kung nahihirapan tayong sumunod sa Panginoon sa water baptism, mahihirapan tayong sumunod sa Panginoon pagka sinabi ng Panginoon, punta ka sa timbot ko. Mahirapan kang sumunod sa Panginoon, sabihin ng Panginoon, punta ka sa patikol. I mean, sa tubig nga lang, hindi mo kayang lumubog at umahon. Pumunta pa kaya sa mga lugar kung saan ang pagpapasabog at ang pagpapaputok ay parang normal lang nangyayari araw-araw. So, we do, we're doing it in obedience. Secondly, we're doing it to testify. We're telling the whole world. That's why I don't believe in secret water baptism that we have to hide it in a secret place. Or we are, we're, although ito po yung nangyayari doon sa si Pastor Gerson ng Tacloban. I mean, na pumunta siya sa Vietnam. Eh, alam natin ang Vietnam ay communist country, so hindi ka pwedeng magpakita ng pagiging kristyano mo publicly. So you, you have to do it sa nakatagong lugar. Mayroong isang kristyano doon that was so touched. So naka-check-in si Pastor Gerson sa isang hotel. Lumapit sa kanya at gusto mong pabautismo with, with an interpreter of course. Eh hindi niya alam, I mean, saan tayo pupunta? Eh, doon siya pinuntahan sa hotel. 
at doon sa hotel ay mayroong shower at may bathtub. Well, actually, it was not a baptism dahil kahit punuin mo man yung bathtub, hindi ka pa rin malulublub. I mean, nailublub mo yung tiyan mo pero yung paa mo lumabas. <laughs> nailublub mo yung tiyan mo pero lumabas ang yung kamay. Pero dahil walang ibang paraan, sabi lang ni Pastor Jesus, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. I mean, pinihit, binuksan ng shower, at doon nakatayo na lang. <laughs> but that's not the baptism na ating, if you are in a free country, that's not the baptism that we're all supposed to do. I mean, God may recognize it because of the restriction and because, I mean, ang buhay nila ay mailalagay sa peligro kung ito'y gagawin mo in public. Now, Yung pangalawang baptism na halos ay minamaster natin, ngunit hindi natin ma-master-master, papunta tayo doon, ay yung baptism ng Holy Spirit. Which I believe every single one of us should be baptized. Matthew chapter 3, verse 11. Si John the Baptist recognized that everybody should be baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire. He said, somebody who is coming after me. But I am not even worthy to unloose his sandals. When he comes, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Alam ko po, marami mga tao na naniniwala na itong baptism na ito ay para lamang nung unang panahon at hindi na para ngayon. But I believe, I mean, when this kind of belief, kung mayroong paniniwala na ganun, na itong baptism na ito ay para lamang noon at hindi ngayon, this is because the devil wants to neutralize the church. The devil wants you to live your life just like everybody else. He does not want you to be powerful. He does not want you to be anointed. He does not want you to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because the devil knows, alam ng Diablo how much damage a person who is filled with the Holy Spirit can do. Nakita niya ito when the church was born. In one day, 3,000 people got saved. He don't like it. He don't, ayaw ng Diablo na mayroon kang naaakay ng mga kaluluwa. Ayaw ng Diablo na mayroon kang nahihimok sa Panginoon. I mean, that's why, I mean, I believe that the devil really do not like Pastor Melvin and Angie. While many people, they actually are praying, Lord, kung pwede po bang lubayan na po ako ng Diablo, At wag na po niya akong kontrahin ng kontrahin. At wag na po siyang gumawa. You see, when you're praying that kind of prayer, you are, tinatanggap mo na manutralize ang buhay mo. Listen to me, you were never designed by God to live a natural life. You were designed by God to live a supernatural life. Alam ko po, nung bago pa lamang ang pandibig, ay naririnig natin palagi mag, mag, humanda tayo para sa new normal. It was not a new normal that you, you were supposed to be preparing because the truth of the matter is you were never designed by God to live a normal life. 
old normal man or new normal. It's not the way of life para sa isang mananampalataya. Ang isang mananampalataya ay dapat na namuhay sa supernatural life. And you can never live a supernatural life without being baptized with the Holy Spirit. If that's impossible. I know somebody, I know a preacher can be so eloquent. I know a preacher can be so impressive in his delivery of the message. But even the world can do it. Ang pinakamagaling na speaker sa buong mundo is an unbeliever. He draw thousands and thousands of people from all over the world. And people would pay him. Sa front seat, people would pay $20,000 makaten lamang sa kanyang conference. And he's not even a Christian. So it's, I mean, the Apostle Paul understood when he said in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4, it is not by eloquence. It is not by enticing words of man's wisdom. But it is by the demonstration of the Spirit and of power. I know we can be impressed by somebody talking. Lalong lalo na kung yung iba ay nakakapag-impress pagka mayroon silang mga ginagamit na mga Hebrew word, Greek word, Latin word, French, Germany, I mean, or whatever. But when you are impressing somebody, you're only touching their emotions, but you are not touching their heart. God wanted us to be touched in our hearts. Nice and And that will never happen if we are not, if we ourselves are not baptized with the Holy Spirit, which means to be baptized with the Holy Spirit, to be immersed in the Holy Spirit. That means you have been saturated, you have been filled, you have been covered from the top. Sa yung pa on the side, sa tagiliran mo, that means you are saturated. Your spirit, your soul, and body is saturated by the Holy Spirit. At hindi mo pwedeng sabihin na mahirap yan, Pastor Tom, hindi kong kaya. Well, kaya nga kailangan tayong mabaptize ng Holy Spirit. Dahil ito po hindi ayon sa kaya natin. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it is by the Holy Spirit. I mean, whatever, whatever had been done. Nabanggit ko po. I mean, this is this is my 36th year now in ministry. Also, her 36th year in the ministry. I mean, everything that has been done in the ministry for the past 36 years has never been done because I'm this, I'm that. Had never been done because of my natural ability. It has always been because of the Holy Spirit. Now, you might think, but Pastor Tom, have you really done so much? And I, only heaven will be able to tell. Because if I think, kung iisipin ko ang lahat ng ginawa ko, at lahat ng ginawa ng Panginoon sa akin, at lahat ng kanyang ginawa sa pamagitan ko, wala, I mean, mawawala ako sa katinuan kung sasabihin ko, nagawa ko yun dahil sa akin. Dahil ang katotohanan, it was not because of me. It was because of the Holy Spirit that has baptized me 37 years ago 
And after that baptism of the Holy Spirit, I was constantly filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, the, when, whenever I pray every single day, I would spend praying in the Spirit more than praying with understanding. I think it's, it would be safe if I would say 92%. Let's say if every day I pray for an hour, I would spend 92% of that hour praying in the Spirit. Oh, so you mean to say, Pastor Tom, you are not praying for me? You are not praying for the church? Listen to me. That's why I can boldly say that every single day I pray, I'm always praying for you, for every single one of you. I may not be able to mention your name, but the good thing about praying in the Holy Spirit as a result, as an initial evidence of being baptized, is when you keep praying in the Spirit, you can pray for anything that your head don't know, and you can be praying for something you, don't know, you do not know how. That's why Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says, The Holy Spirit, the Helper, He helps us in our infirmity. He helps us in our weakness. What is our weakness? Our weakness is we don't know how to pray. Dahil mayroon mga pagkakataon na hindi mo alam kung paano eh. How many of you have found yourself, nung hindi ka pa nababtize ng Holy Spirit, you, you find yourself, na you, hindi, hindi ka makapagsabi sa Panginoon kung anong yung kahilingan mo, kaya wala kayong paginawa kundi, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I mean, nakakaisang libo ka ng praise the Lord. Dahil wala kayong ibang masabi. Pero pagkatapos na ikaw ay nababtize ng Holy Spirit, not so much, hindi na po umabot ng isang libo. Because you are now beginning to speak heavenly language. And speaking your heavenly language is no limit. Walang limitasyon. I mean, you might not know it. You're, you're speaking Nihongo, or you're speaking German, or you're speaking French, or you're speaking Spanish. You, you might not know it. Only God knows. Because you are not speaking to yourself, or you are not speaking to anyone. He who speaks in tongues, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. So, when you are speaking unto God, you may not know what you are praying, but God knows. God, I mean, even after I pray, pray, spending time in praying the Spirit, God would, I mean, the interpretation would come. And He would tell me, you know what, son? You've been praying for them. You've been praying for this family. You've been praying for that individual. You've been praying for a nation. You've been praying for a city. Now, while I was praying, because of the baptism of the Holy Spirit that I've received, I don't know. I pray. So, ito po yung malaki na, ito, na itutulong sa atin, lalong-lalo na sa ating panahon ngayon. So, if somebody comes to tell you, it's not, it does not work, it's not for us, it has been done away with, let me tell you this, that the baptism of the Holy Spirit still is working. In fact, this is the way that God is working in the church and through the church mightily. There's no other way. Walang ibang mighty na paraan ng Diyos ay kikilos at gagalaw. Sa ating buhay, sa pamagitan ng ating, ating buhay, kundi sa pamagitan ng baptism ng Holy Spirit. Now, the third one na binanggit is yung, hindi natin masyadong naririnig yung tinatawag na baptism into Christ. You see, baptism into Christ is, does not necessarily mean being baptized with water or being baptized with the Holy Spirit. It just means na you become united with Christ. You become one. The Word of God says, 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. 
I mean, that is being baptized in Christ. You did not have Christ partially. Nung tinanggap mo si Kristo, hindi po kalahati ni Kristo ang tinanggap mo. Nung tinanggap mo si Kristo, buo na Kristo ang tinanggap mo. And you will find, you will find in the scripture that speaks things about, about being baptized in Christ. Galatians chapter 3, verse 27. For as many of you as having been baptized into Christ, so it's not into the water, it's not into the Holy Spirit, but into Christ. For as many of you as having been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. You see, nabanggit ko po kanina ng baptism na ito can only happen once. Pero after ito yung mangyari sa'yo, kailangan mong ipamuhay. Kailangan mong ipamuhay ang bagong buhay mo. Kung, kung kay Moses, ang baptism, ay baptism of Moses is they cross the Red Sea without drowning. And while the soldiers of Egypt were running after them, they drowned. Then, that means you should never go back. Hindi mo kailangan balikan ang Egypt. Hindi mo kailangan balikan ang mga prutas. Hindi mo kailangan balikan ang mga gulay. Kahit man gaano sila kasarap nung ito'y... Kasi sa sino mang gutom, ang kahit ano ay pwedeng maging masarap. Hello? Ang sino mang gutom, kahit anong ibigay mo, ay magiging masarap. Ang asong gutom, nakatatapos lang dumumi, ay pwede niyang balikan ang kanyang dumi. At ang dumi na yun na galing sa kanya ay pwedeng masarap para sa kanya. Katakam-takam. Yak. Pastor Tom, mananghalian na po tayo. <laughs> Sorry po. <laughs> kanina po sana, kanina pa sana binanggit ko yung alas 11 pa lamang. Pero, pero alas 11 si doktora pa kasi nagsasalita eh. Hallelujah! I mean, kahit anong pagkain ay masarap sa sino mang nagugutom. Pero hindi, hindi lahat ng masarap ay nakakabuti sa atin. Masarap ang ice cream. I mean, mayroon kaming pabu- ito po ang national na, national na pagkain tuwing kami natatapos sa aming tanghalian kada linggo. Ito yung pambansang pagkain namin pagkatapos halos kada linggo. Hindi naman kada linggo, halos kada linggo. At alam ng mga staff to, ito po ay yung egg pie. Pag may birthday o nalalapit na birthday o nalagpas na yung birthday, egg pie. You see, dumating ang panahon na sunod-sunod ng linggo, sabi ko, kayo na lang dyan. Mag- I mean, masarap man yan o hindi, mapapansin nila, lalabas ako, pupunta lang ako dito. Sila na lang ang nag... Dahil hindi lahat ng masarap ay nakabubuti sa ating katawan. Sa totoo lang, ang kasalanan ay napakasarap. Nakatikim na po ba kayo? 
doon tayo galing. Pero alam natin kahit gaano kasarap ang kasalanan, ito'y hindi mo maihahambing sa sarap ng ating Panginoon. Amen? Praise the Lord. Tayo po yung manalangin. Panginoon, marami pong salamat. Nasa katuruan ng bautismo, ay hindi po kami dapat na tagapakinig lamang, kundi ito'y maipamuhay namin na kahit man kung ito'y ginawa na po namin, ay kailangan na maipagpatuloy namin dahil ito'y sumisimbolo na hindi na po kami babalik pa. Kaya nga po, sa tuwing may baptism, we would always sing the song, I have decided to follow Jesus, no turning back, no turning back. Lord, after you have baptized me with the Holy Spirit, I've never turned back. And that's why I saw the power, your power, work in me and work through me. Lord, I am not anybody more special than anybody else here. We're all the same in your sight. You want to equip us. You want to baptize us. You want to fill us with everything that we are all needed to be filled so that we would become the true living church body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because we are the only chance, we are the only opportunity wherein the world will be able to see you. If we fail to show the world who you are, then we have failed forever. And I know we could fail if we have not been baptized. Pwede kaming sumablay kung hindi kami puspos sa banal na espiritu at sa iyong mga salita. Pero hindi po kami papayag dahil ang kalooban mo ay kami mapuspos. Sa bawat bahagi, sa bawat aspeto ng aming pagkatao. Upang kahit doon sa labas, wala kaming sinasabi ay napapansin kaagad ng mga taong nasa paligid namin. Ang pagkakaiba na dulot ng iyong mga salita at ng banal na Espiritu. Maraming pong salamat, Lord. We bless you. 